Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to the Michigan Maniac Podcast. This is the big game pregame Rutgers edition. Before we get going, uh, let's do some housekeeping, right? So, YouTube. I want to put all clips uh, of me watching said games, but they have to be wins. I'm not going to do the depressing losses. Uh, also, every reaction episode will be taped, or taped, like we're 1980s. Anyways, it will be filmed and put on uh put on YouTube. Also, it will still be on all platforms where you listen to the podcast, okay? Also, with that platform, go to the show notes and leave a message. I know it's not scary. I'm not going to rip you. Actually, I think the crazier the question, the funnier it'll be and a lot more fun it will be. Because let's face it, we're going to need a lot of fun to get through this season. So, please, leave whatever you want to. I'm good with it. Um, also go to the fan pages, the Facebook fan page, also the Instagram fan page, and that is Michigan Maniacs. Find it, listen to it, love it, post to it. It's the greatest thing ever. Let's just enjoy it. Um, now let's get into this, right? Before I get into the big game pregame Rutgers, because well, it's going to be such a barn burner, um, and sadly it probably will be. But let's get into still the aftermath of Wisconsin. Um, the sane fan of me says we still have a chance to win the East, right? Obviously, things can shape up because I, I want to believe. I really do. I want to believe that this Michigan team is a lot like the Penn State team of 2017, uh, the Ohio State team of 2016, 2000. 17 or 2018 that shit the bed and still come back and have a chance at a Big Ten title, right? That's what I want to believe. I want to believe that you can shit the bed once, fix everything, and get moving, right? But we have to, as a team, get better. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I have faith that we're going to. But here's the aftermath, right? You can, right now, as a fan base, depending on which fan pages you go to or communities you talk to, you have the mindless people who are like, I support the team no matter what they do. And then they also inevitably will say, let's just put this in the focus, people. These are still kids. Kids, right? It's shocking. See, this is what irritates the hell out of me, okay? Because it... To me, this is what sums up a lot of stuff that's what's going on in my, our country, and I'm not going to get into the political stuff. I'm just going to tell you, weak-minded people do not criticize. They only accept and support because here's the thing. They don't understand the fact that if you constructively criticize, that is also support. And the idea that these boys are kids is laughable. 
it is 100% laughable to, to even say that these boys are kids, so we have to take it easy on them. Because here's a perfect example, and I know I throw this out a lot, but my son is 18 years old. He is in the Navy, EOD. That's right, guys. That's the Hurt Locker stuff. He is going in. The government says, yes, you're 18. You've passed all the things you have to pass, so therefore you are man enough to go and defuse bombs to where you can die in a foreign country and they're not saying well let's take it easy on him because he's a kid he's 18 we need to stop fucking sugarcoating shit for these kids and be constructive the coaches see we're fans so we can say whatever the fuck we want to right we I, and i even wrestle with that but the coaches need to call them out when they suck because they need to get better this whole idea oh they're kids blah 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 fuck off you are limiting them because you feel bad because they suck don't do that these boys are men and i guarantee you you go to alabama you don't hear anybody even nick saban saying well these are kids and we need to take it easy on them and that's why they have won national titles and numerous national titles. Weak-minded parents, weak-minded people create weak-minded kids. If I lose fans or listeners over it, then fine. So be it. I don't want you to listen anyways. All right? That's the way it goes. Just remember that. If you're going to be hard, have a plan. Plain and simple. You can't be a dick and not have a plan. Trust me, if I was a coach, I'd have a plan. Understand? I just get it criticized because it's fun. And listen, anybody comes to me, I'll give you the plan on how I'd handle it. Because listen, if I'm good enough and my ex-wife, are, we're both smart enough to get a kid who's athletic and smart and fucking believes in his focus and believe in who he is because we call him out on his bullshit and now he's a Navy EOD. I don't care. He's better than a pro athlete, you understand? Because he's got to live with death and life every day. So we didn't take it easy on him and we created a man. Understand? That's what coaches are tasked to do is help young men become men and accept their faults and live up to the challenge of getting better every game plain and simple anybody who's like i support them blindly then you're an idiot stop listening right now and never listen to me again because i can't wait that's awesome please do that okay here's the thing i don't know what it is but something's happening between the coaching staff and the players something's just listen to every interview right Gaddis, the coach, says the when they say, well, he he says I I gotta remember the quote, but he's like the offense is devised to get the ball to the playmaker's hands, and he keeps saying that. Now I read the tea leaves. You guys know that, and I guessed uh, I've got Urban my I got Urban Meyer right. I'll get this right as well. He is low-key blaming Shea Patterson for not making the right reads. And after three weeks of games, we know that Gaddis is right. Because first of all, I heard a thing today 
on a show called Speak for Yourself. Marcellus Wiley said when they played, there was a thing called ball before the call. All right. Offensive coordinators get blamed when they make the wrong call because they don't want to blame because fans and other uh, pundits don't want to blame the players. Guess what? If you ball, you don't have to worry about the call. Plain and simple. It doesn't matter. Gaddis can make the best play call possible, but if Shea Patterson still has his head up his ass, he'll never see wide open players like Nico Collins when his defensive cornerback falls on his face and he's wide open. Because he can't ball, the call sucks. So let's get off Gaddis's ass for a while until we can figure out this quarterback thing, right? So Gaddis is low-key calling out Shea Patterson, but he can't call him out. Two, his, and this is more obvious, and I, I can't believe no one else is saying this. Uh, uh, shout out to the Brew, the Brewcast or the Brew Crew, whatever it is, because they said this as well, and I, I've been thinking the same thing, is when, when Don Brown goes with a defensive front of 3-3-5, three, three, Three down linemen, three linebackers, five defensive backs, right? That right there tells you he does not trust his defensive tackles. He does not do it. Even in the goal line situation. Go look at go look back. I think it was when they went twenty one nothing up on us. Maybe even when it was seven nothing. I can't remember what it was, but it was down on the goal line. We had a three three five. And we had no linebackers in the gap. If, if you can't go four down linemen on the goal line, when are we ever going to do it? And I think it's because Don Brown didn't call anybody out. You want to know why? It's because whoever this Harbaugh is, it's invasion of the body snatchers. And I'll be honest, it happened, and, I, and I've got it. I was thinking this, and I didn't say it, but I got to give credit to my boy Mikey out there. He brought it up to my attention. The 2016 Ohio State game is when Harbaugh died, got kidnapped, abducted, whatever you want to say. The Harbaugh of 2015 and 2016, which was a ball breaker, had the SEC complaining, had everybody on their heels, was out there making fucking calls. 2015, we looked good. Our defense of coordinator was down at the end, but Harbaugh was bringing up Jake Ruddock, making him look good. 2016, Wilton Spate looked good. Our offense was whipping fucking ass, looking good. Our defense was kicking ass. We had it all rolling. 2016, Ohio State, that fucking bullshit call. And that just over that, that overall game just felt like the Big Ten had it against Michigan. Harbaugh never left Columbus that day. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he's being held hostage somewhere, but this phony we have right now is Harbaugh is not him. I don't know where Harbaugh's at. Have you ever heard of the the, the uh, It's an old saying, and it comes from a movie which I love. It's like a 1976-1978 movie called Excalibur. It's about King Arthur. And the saying is, so goes the king, so goes the kingdom. If the king is fucked up, so is the kingdom. Harbaugh is fucked up. And you can tell it from 2016 Buckeye game till now, it's been a slow descent. Just because we were so stacked, to, oh, we had a great defense 2017. 
and Spate, we had so many bad things going on in 2017. You really couldn't tell on the offensive side that Harbaugh was gone, right? You just couldn't. I mean, we should have known when he kept putting fucking O'Corn out there. When he says that he bases things off of meritocracy, he's lying. Because of meritocracy, John O'Corn would have never saw the field, right? It is a seniority-based system, which this body snatcher Harbaugh is dealing with right now. John O'Corn had more time in than Brandon Peters, so he stayed with O'Corn, and he's doing the same fucking shit right now. Body snatcher Harbaugh is sticking with Shea Patterson because he has more time in than Run DMC or Joe Milton. It has nothing to do with talent. Obviously, 2017 proved that to us. 2018 came around. We were, boom, ready, moving. Our defense carried us because we had a phenomenal defense in 2018. But it shows body snatcher Harbaugh isn't great when we're supposed to stand up and fight against teams that are equal to us. Real Harbaugh loved that shit. Real Harbaugh looked up to that shit. But I don't know who this Harbaugh is. So whoever this Harbaugh is is leading us back to Hoke numbers, everybody. Just so you know. That's where Harbaugh died. So this team is rotting from within because Harbaugh is not being Harbaugh. And Harbaugh's scared or he's not who he is or whatever it is. But he's not Harbaugh. So with that being said, this is one way you cure all this shit, right? Because John Runyon came out after that game, right, and said, you look at the tape and you can tell, and he's not going to call anybody out because he's a good teammate. Some guys weren't playing their best. You can say that about the Ohio State game, and you can also damn sure say that about the fucking bowl game against Florida. You know what you do as a coach? Real Harbaugh would look at that tape, pull out all the guys who weren't playing hard, and bench their sorry ass and then be like, whoever wants to play, stand up now and we're going to go with you. We're going to roll with you. I'd much rather roll with a Chuck uh, Filiaga than like a uh, Bredesen who doesn't give a shit, right? And a Spagnola or Spag whatever his name is, put him in at center and get rid of fucking Caesar. If you don't want to fucking play, boys, then sit the fuck down and let's get some dudes in there that want to play fucking football. All right? Fucking our coach, our defensive coach, uh, boy, Don Brown, ain't, he is not in love with our defensive tackles, I'll tell you that. You don't go 3-3-5 if you're in love with our defensive tackles. You just don't do it against a team that rushes the ball all the time and they have a Heisman candidate in Jonathan Taylor. You don't do it. You don't put five of the baddest corn-fed white boys on a line and then you say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put a small-ass defensive tackle and two really good defensive ends up there and let's see what we can do against these five massive motherfuckers. You're not going to be successful. And he's screaming without screaming that he doesn't believe in our defensive tackles. So I don't know what we do. You know, like I said, you call him out. Harbaugh, real Harbaugh, wherever he's at, if we can find him, maybe he can come out and start calling out players 
and being like, listen, motherfucker, you didn't get a four-year scholarship so you can fucking get privileged bullshit time and just hope you make it to the NFL. That's what needs to change. The coaching needs to be strong. The coaching needs to step up and give constructive criticism after they tell you you suck a big fat donkey dick. If you're out there and you can't block like a motherfucker like he used to last year, then you need to sit down. And the coaches need to say that. Right? But Bobby Snatcher Harbaugh isn't allowing the coaches to really speak up. So that's why they got to speak in code. Alright? That's what that's what's going on right now. I'd rather see Kate I'd rather see Cade McNamara in there than ever see Shea Patterson's shocked face, his big smushable stupid face, and that's only because he sucks as a performer, not because of a person. He's probably a great kid. Like I told you, he reads to the blind and pushes fat people in carts to their next meal. You can't get much better of that, right? He's going to heaven. What a good fella. But as a football player, he sucks massive dick. So, I'd rather see McNamara get in there, or I'd rather see Milton, because I have a lot of faith that, yeah, Milton, I don't want to hear, oh, he threw an interception last week. Yeah, he was tasked with an impossible thing. Get in there when uh, Wisconsin's already knocked out two quarterbacks, and all they're doing is going balls to the wall blitz, and then try and make something happen, kid. The game's already over. Make something happen. No. This is Rutgers we're playing this week. If you're going to have a good fucking time and see what a, a kid who hasn't played before play and get a real kind of read of what he can do, that's Rutgers. If you want to put Shea Fumbles, John to, uh, John O'Corn 2.0, I run the concession stand Patterson in there, then let it be in relief. Start Milton. Let Milton get the reps this week. Let Milton start. Because let's face it, we're going to win 13-12. to 12. It doesn't matter who the fuck our quarterback is. And then it looks like Shea does way better when all the pressure isn't on him. Because he's not a primetime player this year. I don't know why he's not. But he's not. So let him come in relief. Let him get a little bit of you know confidence. Get a, let him get a little game chubby because he came in and he directed some shit. All right. Let Milton get the majority of the snaps this week. Let Milton start. But no, body snatcher Harbaugh came out today and said that Patterson's our guy. That's right. And Milton's our number two. Because Run DMC is probably has no clue who he is still, and he's just wandering about campus just trying to figure shit out. All right? Because he doesn't know how to fucking slide. I love the kid. He's got to figure that shit out. I really do, because I don't want to see him die out on the field. He's too fragile for him to be doing some big boy shit. He's not Christian. Christian McCaffrey is a muscly fucking dude. Uh, Ed, his papa, was a... He looks skinny. I'll tell you something. I met Ed McCaffrey a few times in person. He is a massive dude. Much taller than you expect, and he's he's big. That dude can take hits. Christian cannot. I mean, Dylan cannot. But still, I love the kid. I think he's our greatest chance to be victorious in this. But I still would love to see what Joe Milton does. I really do. 
and all I want to see. Here's the thing. Even if Shea Patterson was the guy who tosses peanuts to the crowd, he'd throw the peanuts to the wrong people. That's how bad he is at throwing anything. He's awful. And we just need to remember that. So right now, since he's the starter, uh, you can guarantee for a fourth straight game, we will either fumble the ball or throw an interception on the first drive, right? This is a guarantee with Shea Patterson in there. Or, you know, maybe Body Snatcher Harbaugh will throw the kicker in for an up-the-middle fucking sneak. Uh, not even on a kick. It'll be a goal-line offense, and we'll put the, the kicker in as a running back. Because they'll never expect it. They'll never expect it. We're going to get him. We're going to sneak it in upon him. They never, they'll never respect a, a punter or a field goal kicker. That's right, and we'll get we'll get Quinn Nordine in there, and he'll do his wild thing bullshit, and then he'll fumble the fucking ball, and then we'll have it four games in a row where we did some dumb shit and we didn't score on the first fucking series when we actually started looking good. Every first series, we look good until we fumble the ball. And then our defense will get deflated because they don't have enough balls to stand up for themselves and act like real men because our coaches do not act and do not fucking criticize them with constructive criticism with a plan on how to get better. Right? They just don't. So our boys are going to stay boys. They're not going to become young men. And they're definitely not going to be men by the end of this. Because our coaches refuse to stand up and do the right thing. Right? Anyways. Let's get into the big game pregame. I've already done most of it. But. Um, I did the coaches keys to the, okay, before we do any of this, right, let's go ahead and take a little break because that's what's important and listen to why you should have a podcast with anchor. All right. Wasn't that awesome? Uh, I can't read for shit basically. Um, anyway, so here's some keys to the game, right? Because last time I checked, Rutgers sucks. But the one thing they do have going for them is that Isaiah Pacheco, right? Isaiah Pacheco is one hell of a running back, okay? Now, he hasn't been doing so great this year. But then again, like I said, they suck. But he has 46 rushes. For 239 yards, four touchdowns, for an average of 5.2 yards per carry. Okay? That's in three games. Now, last year against a really good defense in Piscataway, he rushed for 16 attempts for 142 and a touchdown. Now, this defense sucks because they have no identity. They don't know who the hell they are. They are whatever. Don Brown doesn't believe in them. They don't believe in Don Brown. So therefore, and we also just allowed 140-something yards in the first quarter. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Now, I'm not saying Pacheco's as good as Jonathan Taylor because not many players, not many running backs in college football are as good as Jonathan Taylor. But he's going to get about 70 to 80 yards in the first quarter because we don't know who the fuck we are. Now, he may get 150 yards rushing. Can we stop that? Now, this is the key. One of the keys to our victory is can we stop Pacheco? Can we nut up? And get our defensive tackles just to plug the hole. I'm not asking them to do math. I'm not asking them to break down the 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 Israel situation between the Pakistani or the whatever and the whatever. See, I have been drinking and I don't know who I'm talking about right now, right? So it's making me look dumb, but trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Either way, we're not asking the defensive tackles to solve the Middle East problems, okay? We're just not. All we're asking them to do is get in the fucking way and don't allow the running back to have clean cutback lanes through the middle of the fucking pack. And then if you do break through the line, Carlo Kemp, how about you keep your head up and you tackle the fucking running back and don't run past him and then look shocked as he runs for seven yards untouched. Okay? How about that? Let's just concentrate on that. So if we can stop the run, doubtful, then we can have a very good chance of blowing this game open. Doubtful. Um, two, turnovers. Well, we don't know that's going to happen because we average about four a game. So who knows if, I mean, it's Rutgers. They suck, but we love to turn the ball over. I just don't know how we're going to outdo that. Do they suck or do we love to turn the ball over? I say we do about both. Rutgers is going to suck, but we're still going to turn the ball over. So I don't know if we're going to do that. If we could just keep it down to two turnovers, that's all I'm asking. And if we can break the streak of not turning it over on the first fucking drive. If we can just do that. But guess what? We've got Fumbles Patterson in there. I doubt we're even going to fucking do it. I can guarantee you there's going to be... That should be a bettable line right there in Vegas. Will Michigan fumble the fucking ball on the first fucking drive again on the fourth straight game of the season? And I'm going to say yes. Put money down. That shit's going to happen. Because Fumbles Patterson is going to be in there. And he can't wait. He hates the, I'm telling you, he hates the defense on our team more than he hates anybody. He really hates them. I don't know why he hates them, but he hates them. And he can't wait to deflate their bubble, and he can't wait to make them uh, have to work. So don't be surprised if Fumbles does something stupid, and we once again turn the ball over on the first drive. So another key to the game. Uh... Stop the running. I already said that. Oh, D tackles. Will they show up? Dwarm four, we're supposed to have back. If Dwarm four shows up and we have him, then I think we've got a good chance. I doubt, doubt it'll happen, but if Dwarm four's there, I, I want to say it's about a 70% chance we're going to get it together. Um, those are really the, the keys because right now we're playing, we're playing Rutgers. They suck. They are awful. Just straight out awful. So, and it's at home, and we play better at home. So, if we can beat Army at home, I'm sure we can beat Rutgers at home. It's going to be 13 to 12. Mark this down. It's going to be 13 to 12. We need them to show up and put 50 on this team, but they're not going to do it. 
we need them to do it, but they're not going to do it. Um, I mean, it's it's so obvious, right? Like, I I don't know. I I want to believe in this team. I think this is a great time. If Run DMC was healthy, that we could have seen what he had. Because Iowa's next week, that's a really big game for us in a way. Because even then, they're they're the West Division of the Big, so we could still lose that game and still have a chance at the Big Ten title game. But there are still three big game, four big games looming. Actually, three because you could throw Notre Dame into the who gives a fuck if we win or lose that game too. Because it has no effect on the Big Ten title. And like I said, we don't get to think about the playoff this year because we aren't good enough to be in the playoff. Let's just hope we can Northwestern the fuck out of this season and just get into the fucking Big Ten title game, right? Where hopefully we can re- we can avenge our loss to Northwest, or not to Northwestern, but to Wisconsin. Doubt it. But let's hope. That's what we should be hoping for as Michigan Nation. Like cut the playoff come one hundred whoop out out out. There's no way. There are two major game three major games we gotta win, right? Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, and we'll even throw in for a fourth Maryland because they're in our division. Right? We gotta win those four games. Even if we have a chance at the Big Ten title game. Those are the four games we need to win. Now, we can dick around and lose every other game because it doesn't matter because if we win our division, we're in. Northwestern proved that. So let's just hope that we can Northwestern the fuck out of this season and at least just get into the Big Ten title game because who wouldn't want another season with Body Snatcher fucking Jim Harbaugh there, right? Why wouldn't we want to watch Body Snatcher just not know what the fuck's going on at any point in time in the game and watch as our quarterbacks degress in front of our eyes. Like, not degress, regress in front of our eyes. Just, why wouldn't we want that? That's super fun. That's awesome. I know that's what I like to watch every Saturday. Um, So getting off this disgusting team that we so far love but we can't criticize or we hate everybody, right? Um, Let's get into the big games of the big right the big games uh right that's gonna be some interesting games this week i have to admit uh first one maryland penn state penn state's going into maryland now we're finally going to see which one of these pretenders is actually decent because they both have to try and win this game now i'm going to go with maryland because they're at home and maryland looked a little bit more dynamic in the offensive uh in the last couple games then Penn State has, I mean, yeah, Penn State put 79 on Idaho. Who gives a shit, right? And Maryland did that to Howard or whatever. But in general, I just think that Maryland's got a better chance at home. They want to, you know, Loxley wants to prove that he doesn't suck as bad as Gaddis. All this kind of shit. There's a lot of pressure. Plus, James Harrison or whatever that coach's name is for Penn State like I said he's the worst coach but he's a great cheerleader I just don't think he's going to have a game plan that's going to beat Maryland it's going to be close 21 24 17 14 21 20 whatever you want to do it's going to be close but I give Maryland the edge um the only reason why I mentioned this next game is because it's going to be a measuring stick to see how bad we are compared to the next team we play next week, and that's Iowa. Iowa's playing 
Middle Tennessee State at Iowa. Now, as we all know, it's almost impossible to beat Iowa at home, especially if it's at night. But why would they waste a night game on Middle Tennessee State? I think Iowa's going to win this one pretty easily. So we know what, you know, like, I don't know, 40 to 20. Uh, You never know. Iowa could muck it all up, and it could be a 17-14 game. But I think Iowa's going to pull it out. They're going to look good. Middle Tennessee State's going to give them a run. First half is going to be close, but Iowa will pull away. Um, Next one is uh, Northwestern at Wisconsin. Now, that's going to be a good one. Uh, We're really going to see if Wisconsin can actually do something, only because Wisconsin doesn't do anything interesting. They're very solid. I mean, they have a a fantastic running game. And Cone is a very good quarterback, but we sucked. We shoved our head so far up our own ass, you couldn't really tell how good Cone was going to be because we didn't bother to even cover people. So this one will be done because uh, the Northwestern coach, Fitzpatrick or whatever, Fitzgerald, very good, very good coach, even though I can't remember his name. Very good coach. Uh, I don't know. So they're going to do they're going to do well. I don't know about their offense though, because that that quarterback they have that Hunter guy isn't very isn't very good. So I would still pick Wisconsin to win this one. Um, oh, maybe Wisconsin is for real, and they pull out a a forty two to ten, forty two seventeen game. But don't be shocked if it's twenty seven twenty four. Also, then you've got Indiana goes into Michigan State. I don't like Michigan State. I don't think they're good. I still think Iowa. I mean, Indiana stinks. But I'm going. You know what? I'm going to go out on a ledge, and I'm going to say Indiana is going to beat Michigan State. I'm just going to say, if Arizona State can do it, why can't Indiana do it? Right? Uh, I don't know. You know what? Six to three. It's going to be an ugly, stupid game. It's going to be boring as hell. But I'm going to say Indiana wins. And then, you know, Ohio State goes into Nebraska. So what is it going to be, 80-4? to four? I mean, can you get four? How about, what, nine? 80-9, to nine, maybe? I don't know. But let's just pick Ohio State in a fucking runaway win, whatever. Pfft, who gives a shit? But, yeah, I mean, it would be great. Last year, Nebraska almost shocked the world. Doubt that's going to happen again. I would love to see it. Would love, would fucking love to see that, but it's Nebraska. They ain't going to do it. Ohio State's going to roll. It might be close for half of the first quarter. After that, uh, Justin Fields will have another nine touchdown day or whatever. You know, he comes in and understands an offense perfectly. Shea Patterson can't even tie his own shoes. But you know what I mean. Like, who cares? Whatever. Um, yeah. So that's how it's going to go in the Big Ten. I mean, we'll win. I'm going to predict it right now, 13-12 to 12 and a hard-fought victory. Moody kicks a 47-yard field goal to win it as we will be down 12-10 to 10 for most of the game because Fumbles Patterson will once again find new ways to shove his head up his ass and not find Nico Collins, Tariq Black, or DPJ. He will then... Start throwing it exclusively to Ronnie Bell and a triple, double, quadruple coverage because he only has eyes for Ronnie Bell. I think they might be dating. 
And then he'll go off and read to blind people and push fat people in carts. And he'll save his soul for heaven or wherever the fuck is going on. But he's not a quarterback. And then, you know, Van Sumeren will be tossing out and dropping bags of peanuts everywhere because he can't handle anything, can't hold on to nothing. He has no vision. We're going to have an awful running game because, you know, uh, uh, Charbonnet's hurt and they won't say why. Uh, We have to get all our news about injuries from uh, Buckeye fucking reporters. Uh, Then, you know, hopefully True Wilson comes in and will at least block, you know, True will block a a blitzer as Fumbles decides to fumble it on the first drive of the game. Uh, But we'll pull it out. We'll win 13-12. to And, you know, and hopefully Run DMC gets back. And he'll start, and we'll start turning the season around. And then we can really start making some noise. And uh, maybe I'll be a little bit happy about it. But right now, Michigan wins 13-12, last second field goal by Moody. I don't. If you don't like it, tough. That's just how it's going to go. If you don't believe we can't criticize these kids, because let's face it, people, like I've said numerous times, some of these guys are going to go into the NFL. And we baby these motherfuckers right now. You think, like I said, you think if they get drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, the fucking Oakland Raiders, the Philadelphia Eagles, the you think the Cleveland Browns, you think those fan bases are going to give two shits how old they are? Now, they're only a year older, so they're still kids. So why is it okay for them to get fucking bitched at when they're pros? Because they're making money? Get the fuck out of here. Just if if you blindly think that you can't criticize a team for how bad they play, you're crazy. And if you're a player and you're listening to that, which I think it's safe to say that none of the players listen to me, but if you can't take criticism from a fan base, quit. Quit football. Just quit it. You're not you're not cut out for the pros. If you can't take a fan base getting angry cuz you because you played weak and soft, then quit. Quit the game of football. So, that's it, guys. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is. I will die loving this fucking team. That's why I hate this so much. That's why I hate when we suck. Because I fucking love this team. I loved them when they were 5-7 and seven with fucking Freddie Flintstone as the goddamn coach. I loved it when we tried to play goddamn fast break fucking football with Rich Rod. I hated the fact that fucking Lloyd Carr blew everything for us when we had a chance at Les Miles. Can you imagine where Michigan would be today if Lloyd Carr wasn't a selfish asshole and and didn't blow the chance that we had with less fucking miles. Could you imagine where we'd be right now? Fuck Lloyd Carr. So that's how I'm going to end this. Uh, you know, and forever, guys, go blue.